the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we want you to give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing, man? Okay. I'm being told my... Whatever you turn, I can't hear anymore. What are you doing back there, Al? You sound okay? We sound okay? All right, two one zero three. What did he say? No, not yet. Just, just as good, just as yeah. same as ever. Yeah, it's not always as lousy as ever. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I don't think we got the one to three inches of rain. We no kidding. No kidding. Those lying Sinisa. <laughs> Six. I was cussing those things all day. I said, "Well, where, where, where? <laughs> where's our rain? You beautiful purple plant." They, they must have been looking east or something because I got, the, they, I got they, about uh, six tenths over the last two weeks. Oh, did you? Yeah, but just a tray, you know, heavy short spurts at a time. Yeah. And what surprised me because I, I checked the gauge and that's what was in the gauge, but I hadn't noticed they were such short bursts of uh, every time was a trace or a uh-huh. tenth of an inch at the most. But we'll take it. I suppose some folks, oh, well, yeah, if you were towards the coast. Around, uh, oh, Park, yeah, uh, west, west eight, of the coast, yeah. Yeah, eight, 15 inches. Yeah, 10 inches on the coast, and so we just missed it. That's not good for the produce down there. <clears throat> it flooded, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I guess they've got the onions out. I don't know what they what they'd have in the field now. Of course, they, the the uh, farmers down there would have. They probably lost some crops. Let's see, corn's coming out now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be. They, and the, I don't know how much corn they do now in the West Coast, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking of vegetables. Yeah. Mainly. And uh, and the, the fruit it probably didn't hurt the fruit orchard unless it flooded down there. But, uh, well, it did flood down there, but uh, 
stayed flooded for a long time. It's an adventure for sure. If you're if you're growing fruits and vegetables or any kind of crops, it's always an adventure. And then no, nothing worse than as you get like two weeks within harvest or yeah. and something like this happens too. Well, your your article is right on the money. Uh, people are by all this hot, dry weather. People are uh, taking their tomatoes out. And, yeah, and it was. Uh, I thought it was. A, mine was kind of an exception, but you know, we had a few calls yeah. a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, everybody is talking about. Thank you. They're, they're, it's pa- you know past prime now. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Well, it's. I think it's a good sign, Jerry. Uh, years of, of uh, discussing the issues of education that uh, a lot of folks recognize the uh, the, yeah, the the good uh, the, that it's good advice to get them, get those tomatoes out of there without uh, moaning and groaning about it too much yeah. every year is a little different I think last last spring you was hard to beat for the tomato crop oh yeah this year was pretty mediocre yeah but uh, uh, I, I like the way you approach approached the uh, spider mite problem, where you said not to be. Uh, let's see, how did you put it? To be careful. Uh, minimal minimal disruption means avoid shaking off or dropping any of the spider mites. Uh, that's something we really. I don't think we've ever really mentioned, but no, we, we that always, makes common uh, sense. Yeah, we talk about putting them in a garbage sack. Yeah, but I've seen. Too, you know, people yank them out and, and shake the them and off. pile them up there right beside the, yeah. the bed for three days, and then yeah, they'll crawl off of there. They'll 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 uh, like you say they'll get on the young plants if you, if you do that away. So and you you're gonna to. you're never gonna have get all of them or you know oh no. But uh, spider mice, especially the the volume of the the leftovers are pretty darn important yeah. because of that that uh, reproduction rate yeah if it's uh, if it gets a little cooler or if there's moisture or if you use a preventative spray seaweed extract or something you can really slow down that re- reproductive uh, rate and then you get a better chance of getting all, a full crop in the fall right because the temperature hopefully the temperature will cool before the the population gets out of control. Yeah, we're almost to July, I guess. Yeah. June kind of snuck by. Uh, I, I'm I'm in, interested in following uh, Neil Sperry's uh, tomato recommendation for uh, in his newsletter and his in his last newsletter or oh, this week's newsletter. He said, fall tomato transplants between now and the end of the first week in, of July. And, and I, guess, I guess that's right, uh, up, for, up around Dallas. You remember when we did a statewide uh, fall tomato pr- promotion, uh, we used Surefire because it was the only one to ripen fast enough if you planted it in July. Uh, but... Uh, if you're using, unfortunately, most people don't have those fast-maturing varieties available. I need to check and see uh, uh, see what what varieties we're going to have for the yeah. fall. 
Yes, I, I don't know. Everybody seems to like that uh, 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 Roma Roma surprise tomato, but uh, I think I think we're having a seed problem with that. Oh, I got good news. What? I got exciting news. What's your exciting news? <laughs> they've come. They brought back uh, because of popular demand. I'm scared. Tycoon? Uh, They brought back Tycoon. What? Yeah. So, So do you think he was just leading us on, Milton? I don't know. I I was enjoying bad-mouthing Tycoon. (laughs) Yeah, now he he has to reverse everything he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was only only fooling about it. It it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's new. It's new and improved Tycoon. (laughs) Tycoon. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Tycoon 2. What happened? I don't know. The seed company just decided to reverse their... Policy on that. Well, that's good. At least that's the the word I've gotten. Okay. And uh, the transplant, the the transplant growers uh, have have already got some tomatoes available. I I think Trace is going to wait a little while to bring them in, which I think is smart. But uh, they've got Tycoon as one of the early. Early summer tomatoes. That's a, uh, I mean, early early fall tomatoes. Well, I know people uh, listen to what we're saying, but sometimes, based on my experience, they don't always hear it. It doesn't always resonate uh-huh. until it happens. And so I was just scared come fall. Uh, where, yeah, where, where are the tycoons? You all have any? I can't seem to find them anywhere. Yeah, I was too. Well, especially Milton, since Jerry and I were going to blame you uh, for them not being oh, there. Oh, thanks. You, it looks we like had to blame escaped. somebody. Yeah, you, we weren't taking. Like the, we were going to take the blame. But anyway, uh, uh, that, it's, that's good. It's good too because of the nematode resistance, and of course, it's a favorite tomato in terms of production and uh, a large, large fruit, reliable. Yeah. So. Well, that. Uh, I was down south, down in uh, uh, Camelton, yesterday, and uh, they 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 planted some in the greenhouse, and then they planted most of the 1823s outside, and they gave me some 1823s that big, mm. and uh, that that was the one that tasted so good, and they are very impressed with that uh, tomato down there. And uh, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's one of those tomatoes that sets a lot of big fruit. And, uh, and they fertilize heavily down there. So uh, they, 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 they get a lot of big fruit. And, uh, and the, the plant struggles to keep foliage on, you know, to cover the, cover the fruit. But it's doing a pretty good job. It, it doesn't have near as much foliage as it uh, does uh celebrity or uh, or uh tycoon sunbright we haven't heard uh i think sunbright did a fair job yeah sunbright did yeah. good this year yeah my garden it was i think it was sh- shortly after tycoon it started de- uh delivering the fruit wasn't as big yeah it's but me- it was it's a medium to large yeah. i didn't see i didn't see one example of blossom end rot yeah, I, and I don't think uh, most gardeners did, which is a little strange. But we did have we had at least that 
person last week that had a issue with it. But uh, now, any anything anything that slows the growth of of that tycoon. Now he was talking about all variety, all his varieties had the pro, the blossom end rot. I'm still thinking about that, but uh, I'm wondering if, if he ought to pull the worst ones up, the ones that look the the worst, pull the pull the pull some of those up and see if they have knots on the roots. Nematodes. Nematodes. Yeah. Um, also makes you think. Uh, I know we pursued this, but it makes you think that there's a general water yeah, yeah, issue yeah. there, too, with all varieties, because we've, yeah. got, we've got a pretty varying tolerance for dry soil among all those varieties, too. Yeah. So. Well, we we had uh, a little bit of blossom end rot, nothing, nothing like he was describing. But uh, we had a little bit of blossom end rod in the greenhouse down at Camelton. And uh, and the, the, I told him it's fluctuation in water, and he said, well, he had a, a water issue. The water went off for a period of time, and he kind of underwatered them for uh, a week or so. And that, had, uh, that, that could have done it. Mm-hmm. And then we looked at the one he'd found the nematodes on. It was celebrity, by the way, which is supposed to be nematode resistant. Wow. But uh, he pulled he pulled it up, and uh, it, it, those tomatoes on it had a blossom end rot too. So anything that slows the growth of the, of the fruit and the, and the plant down will cause uh, blossom end rot and the lack of calcium. Uh, that's uh, we always do that, and uh, but his his, his blossoming rod was scattered to the beds that had been without water and also had had uh, nematodes. So, like I said, anything that slows down the growth would cause a uh, cause a blossoming rod on there. Now, for those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, blossoming rod is is those black spots on the bottom of the fruit. And quite yeah, often they, it's uh we used to describe it I think as corky, but it's like a smooth yeah almost a uh, plastic or tar like uh yeah uh, but, but usually it's a clean there's no yeah, yeah no festering sometimes you get a rod in there, yeah. but the most ninety uh, percent of the time it's it's like calvin said it's it's uh hard and it's uh, and it does not hurt the Tomato. In other words, people were throwing those away. You remember the guy yeah. said he wasn't wasn't eating them. Uh, it does nothing to the, to the taste or the ripeness of the tomato. So just cut those off. Cut those cl- the the usual thing is for it to occur early in the crop year. Yeah. This right. year, this year though, is kind of strange. Hey, we got John on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great, thank you. Good, what's going on? Calvin, didn't you try some of those Merced tomatoes that were floating around? I did. Did you have any luck with them? Yeah, yeah they were in the, uh, uh, kinda in the same league with the... The sun bright and the cele- celebrity, I didn't see a, 
any kind of uh, yeah, uh, Jerry Jerry asked me to kind of watch for uh, you know the the way we would expect Merced to, you know to be obviously performing, but I didn't I didn't see that. Uh, any uh, the, the typical Merced, the way I remembered it from yeah, the days. Yeah, they weren't Merced. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't have very good luck with them either. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they didn't yeah, ever size were, up for me. Yeah, exactly. They weren't Merced. Yeah, exactly the same. I, I was, they were uh, smaller than the Sunbrights, and uh, they didn't have a, a lot of fruit or a nope, lot of foliage. Nope, didn't either, so, Yeah. Yeah, the foliage looked kind of like Merced, but the fruit certainly didn't. I was just curious if it was me or if anyone else had that same problem. No, I I, I think it, it was just a, a labeling uh, mis, misstep. A declaration of false labeling or a declaration of just an incorrect well, labeling. I just wondered if it was something because it didn't come true or something from yeah. the original no, Merced. I, I certainly don't think it's worthy of uh, keeping the seed. No. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do that. So. All right, okay. I was just curious. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for trying and helping us out. Uh-huh. See you all later. All right. Bye, bye John. Bye. Bye-bye, John. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. If you're driving around town right now, chances are very soon you're going to see a beautiful crepe myrtle because they're blooming all around town, and they're absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? I mean, they're beautiful shades of white and red and pink and purple. And right now, Millburgers has them on sale, by the way, in the three and the five gallon container for just seventeen eighty eight. So if you're driving by going, man, I wish I had something beautiful like that in my yard, guess what? Head on over to Millburgers at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road and pick one up for yourself. Now just seventeen eighty eight in the three and five gallon containers. Millburgers has a lot of other colorful things on sale, like Mexican Bird of Paradise, this Texas superstar, also called Pride of Barbados, in the three gallon container is on sale for just nineteen eighty eight. You'll save on dwarf Mexican petunia, zinnias. You'll also save on Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. It's all this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Here's what I know about my listeners in San Antonio and the Hill Country. This is Larry Elder. You are intelligent, you do your research, and you hate leaving money on the table. If you're thinking about selling your home in this hot market, I'm about to help you keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. Call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low-set fee program, as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit no matter what your house is on the market for. And tell me, why is that fair? Why does a $500,000 homeowner pay $18,000 more in commission? than a $200,000 home. Did the realtor do $18,000 more in service? I doubt it. With Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell, you'll get Sergio's 20-plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Here's the number. It's 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. 
This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Listen for a very special message from Pastor Warren Cook of Friendship Church tomorrow morning at 11 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons any better. Dr. Calvin Finch. and better, yeah. Yeah, good. And... Uh, we're talking with you. Here, let me see if I can fix myself there. And uh, anyway, uh, talking Should I to be you. able to hear? Ah, man. This is a mess. All right. How's that? Better? A little bit. Can you go any further? No. There we go. How's that? Better? That's better. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Spider-Man Pest Control is your web of protection here in San Antonio. And uh, the uh, uh, they're the place you call if you've got a scorpions or ants or spiders or fleas, if you've got a problem with ticks, uh, cockroaches. Uh, mosquitoes even, uh, and they've got a new system on that mosquito control uh, that's very, very popular, and folks are, are loving it. It's a, a system where the mosquitoes fly in uh, to and get a little toxic stuff on their, um, for them anyway, on their little paws, and then they... Uh, I think it's all over their bodies. Is it? i got to get Warren to come because on. Because mosquitoes don't walk on each other. No, no, they land on uh, other stuff, and then they uh, leave that behind, and then... Okay. Anyway, Warren will explain it to you much better when you call him at 210 I can hardly wait to talk to Warren. I know. That. Maybe that's why he always says he's busy on Saturday. Yeah. 210 And he's got years of experience talking to us. Yeah, he, he's, he knows better. 656-3721. 210-656-3721. He's online, too, at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh. Trace is bringing... Whoa, look at here. Whoa. Trace is bringing lots of stuff up. Pretty. Peppers. Uh, Are we having... Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that, too. We're we're choosing the plant of the weekend for you right now. (laughs) So, Trace, what did you decide? Have you eaten eaten one of those? No, I have not. So we're going to do it right on the air here? Is that what we're going to do? Thank you. Can you get it? Uh, I guess if you want me to. Yeah, hang on. Well, well if you... Uh, I'm already sweating. I'm now, sure if you pass out, do we move on to the next plant? Or? Yeah. <laughs> That'll work for me. Just as long as you promote it. So what you got? What are we going to 
focus on? All right. Well, he shot down my original plant of the weekend. Right. And uh, so we moved on to some other things. Why? Was so- it something that was too attractive or not weird enough for him or what? <laughs> Well, no, I think it's both. Uh, it, it was going to be a citronella. Oh. I uh, got in some really pretty ones. and uh, Well, that's a, that would be kind of interesting to see attractive citronellas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, not attractive. It, it's oh, just regular but people are Yeah, people are really interested. But just in case they're here, people want to look for yeah, them. Oh, yeah, we do. Great. Uh, came in looking really nice this week. And uh, so we've got two groups. We've got a 10-inch pot at 16.99, and we've got a little bit bigger plant at 19.99. What color are the blooms on those? Pink. Pink. About about like a coral vine. Okay. Okay. Did you take <laughs> So so what you you picked uh, ornamental pepper. How did you pick the particular ones? There's so many to choose from. Well, this one had a lot of peppers on it. But I believe this is baskets of fire. Yeah. All right. So this one we're looking at is not in a basket, <laughs> but I did bring one in a basket so that we actually had a look at the blooms on conversation. That. Look at the blooms on that. This guy. is a 2018 Texas Superstar. The Madagascar. Madagascar. Oh, this. Oh, this one is. Yeah, oh, we cool. We haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, whoops. Sorry. So that's all right. Don't jump the gun. All right. So, uh, but anyway, this was Plan B. And Plan C we've done before, but uh, I, I think it's worth another shot. It's oh, yeah, it's pretty. Madagascar jasmine, which uh, another name is Stephanotis. Uh, it's got broad leaves, uh, almost like a rubber plant. grows on a vine and has a white, very pretty white bloom. Jerry says it doesn't smell, but I can smell it. Oh, my goodness. If you Did you smell, smell it? Fragrant. Fragrant, I should say. Yeah. Not smell. If, if it was fragrant to you. It was fragrant. That was that's pretty good because you don't smell as I good don't as you used to. I don't smell as good as I used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but and just confirms the idea that Jerry uses his imagination to smell rather than the There really. you go. So we can do all three. <laughs> A, B, and C. Jerry's approved B and C. Okay. <laughs> now... Well, the ornamental peppers are. Are you? I'm sure you're going to go on to why they're so desirable. They're, they do well in containers. They uh, are very showy, interesting, and you, you can. Uh, most of them, you can just if you got a, a greenhouse for sure, you can ca- you can carry them over. Sure. Or if you uh, watch the weather closely, you can uh, usually protect my them. My favorite choice is buy a new one next year. Yeah. And but uh, <laughs> really, really uh, next to the citrus, uh, next to like uh, oh, Meyer lemon and uh, Mexican lime. Uh, to me, those are some of the most interesting plants to have on your patio. The ornamental peppers. And, and very, so, do you eat them, Calvin? Very diverse. Heck in color no, too. I'm just. I've just graduated to the uh, uh, the uh, mild, to go. Uh, no, the mild uh, jalapenos. I'm uh, actually eating those. Uh, okay. Yeah, they were good. What's the La Joe? La Joe. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, that's a good one. I like I like to cut it into pieces and eat, mm-hmm. eat it uh, along with whatever meal I'm eating. All right. So this one, uh, I mean, you look at it. It's beautiful. It's got four different phases of the pepper on there so yeah that's what are, i like some are a little green some have some yellow in them some oranges and some reds so we've got gallon cans and they are 
Okay. And uh, we have some hang- a couple of the hanging baskets left. Ooh, that looks great. And they are sixteen ninety. Look how many blooms are on that one. That's wow. going to be solid peppers here. More pepper than leaf, shortly. Yeah, that's the fact that the blooms are pretty by themselves. They so, are? Yeah. It's, uh, so do I have to eat one of these? Is that what the deal was? I don't know. It's up no, to we you, want you and you Jerry. We want one of these red ones right there. Really? Uh, now, are we sure? Do we, we do we need them in for anything this weekend before we yeah. let him do that? Well, you don't need me for internet. That's for no. It's, uh, <laughs> all right. All right. He's going for I it. I think it's going to taste bland. I don't think it's going to be hot. Yeah, but the peppers have a way of fooling you, too. <laughs> it's warm. It's warm? Is it warm? Okay. It's pretty warm. Oh, he's, Real his, warm. his voice is kind of bringing back there. It's, it's warm. Well, he's, you can tell by the expression on his face. That yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got, it's actually right up there with penguin pepper. Does there, really? Uh, really? Does there a lot of, you got a lot of smile lines there, Trace, on your face. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't tell whether it's sweat from the pepper or yeah, it's just uh, outside. But <laughs> your eyes are watering. So we would say it's it's uh, on the hot side. It's, it's pretty warm. Pretty warm. Okay. It's got, I, it's, I know it's hard to detect, detect when it's really hot like that. But does it seem to have any flavor? Or is it just pure it, heat? It didn't have much flavor. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Bland. The first 10, 15 seconds should be flavor, and then the heat should kick in. So it didn't have a whole lot of flavor, but the heat did kick in. I wonder if you could put these in, a, you know, like you do Tabasco peppers, put them in vinegar. Oh, maybe so. I bet. And, and uh, you know, they're long and and they're colorful. If you if you could put them in vinegar and they would, would Some, work sometimes like a Tabasco even, pepper. Yeah, sometimes they'll have a, a main pepper for the right, mass. Right, for the heat. And then, yeah, and then they'll have decorative pepper. Yeah, you could do like that, this. too. So on these little guys, we've got about 15 of them. And, again, on the hanging basket, I think we only have two. Oh, wow. <laughs> the hanging basket, you, you won. If you like hanging baskets, and when it starts blooming, I mean, when it starts peppering, putting fruit on, what, is it, what do you call that? Producing, producing peppers. When it starts producing peppers, uh, it's going to look really pretty yeah. you in know, the hanging and basket. And, and if you're looking for a well, kind of a uniquely... South Texas or San Antonio kind of hanging basket. Ornamental peppers are really fit the bill because it's uh, you know if you get company. It's a great decorative plant, yeah. and uh, this one's functional too. And every everybody that comes visit you from the north or from the east will there'll be a debate about whether they should try it or are these good? Are these? Of course, good. they need to try it. And then you'll have it'll be, you'll have to keep <laughs> of course, a. Of If people, if you buy that out there, you'll have to keep a straight face and say. I don't know. I don't know if they're hot or not. Why don't you try it? Yeah. <laughs> its name is Baskets of Fire. So, oh, well, the, a, the fire comes from the. I'm I'm thinking that it came from somebody eating on. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. After he's tried them, he made combination. It's got a double meaning. Yes. Is that what yeah. yeah. Well, cool. All right. So I'm I'm suggesting uh, you come see the one uh, the one gallon. How many? Fifteen of them. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, the uh, hanging baskets for yourself. But if you already know kind of what they look like and uh, you can Google them uh, and you want the hanging baskets, you better just call. How about? And they'll put it aside for you. Trace, you got a lot of the ceramic containers. Yes, we A do. lot of choices there. I, mean, they, they will, I think those ornamental great peppers always look like great in, a, blue in one of those ceramic. Oh, yeah, they most, do. You know, we're known well for our, our plant selection, but. Yeah. Oh, you when, got when you check out the pots, uh, yeah. we, we carry more pots than 
probably most of the nurseries in San Antonio do combined. Yeah. But uh, peppers look especially good in those ceramic. And there's a whole bunch of different color and uh, cultural kind of looks, too. So you can uh, can meet the needs or match what, what you want to accomplish with your patio and your display out there. I, I have a plant of the week that I'm excited about. You have your own plant uh, of the weekend? Do, do we do sell I, it? Do I have any? Yeah, you yeah. might want to check with Trace first. Last, last week, uh, I, I stumbled upon a recommended list of crepe myrtles from uh, oh, okay. from Neil Sperry. And uh, he said he talked to some crepe myrtle experts all over the United States or whatever. And he came up with this list of the best-performing crepe myrtles. You better get out of this. And so I, I, brought, I brought his list up here and gave it to Trace. And Trace went out and looked at, at the supplies of crepe myrtles, which, by the way, are on sale this week. Uh, three to five gallon regularly, $25 on sale for $18. Seventeen so, eighty-eight. So they, they <laughs> so they're on, uh, they're on, uh, they're they're on sale as well, and so they went back there, uh, tracing somebody back there, and we we looked through all the supplies. Now that's this was last week, and uh, I've got a listing of the. Uh, so when you if you want a crepe myrtle and you want to know which ones are the best. Uh, and which ones we have, I've, I've got a list of them, and I put them on uh, plantanswers.com under under the uh, title of uh, Best Crepe Myrtles by Size, which are often available at Millburger. Nursery. Is there a little write? Is there a little write-up on each one, Jerry? A little write-up? Uh, yeah. Well, what the the deal is, I've got a. Uh, I've got a link to that my crepe myrtle page on plantanswers.com that we put together years ago. Okay, because I was thinking I would go ahead and do an article on the Express News on the uh, crepe myrtle varieties. It's been a while since we've done that. Great idea. Yeah, Uh, that's why I was wondering if there was, uh, you know, of course the color will be obvious and the Neil Neil's got them broken down into. uh, red, the colors that they are red, red, pink, lavender, and white. Uh, and then, then he's got them broken down into, uh, into sizes. Yeah. From the dwarf to the tall. And any, is there any, uh, indication on the, uh, mildew resistance or anything like now that? Now that's on, on my deal, uh, okay. which I give a link to. Okay. But uh, that's that. Since they're on sale, and I made most of them blooming. Yeah, the bulk of them. Yeah, Neil, Neil Sperry says that uh, in his newsletter for this week says uh, crepe myrtles uh, plant crepe myrtles while nurseries have the best supplies of the year. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, they're blooming. Well, this would be the best. Yeah, this is the time when we're going to have the most of them. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's a, I mean, you can plant one in the dead of winter, but you're not going to find a very good selection. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're getting, I'm starting to get uh, inquiries about everybody, everybody else's crepe myrtle is blooming. Why isn't mine? Yeah, blooming? yeah. Uh, and, of course, the, the obvious 
the most typical answer is, is it in full sun or is it in in uh, the shade? And I do think there are some varieties that are just later bloomers. They're later. Yeah, yeah they, they bloom at different well, times. And trees are like people, too. Some of us bloom early, some of us bloom late. Wait, remember, a, wait a minute. Remember now. in the old days, too, that some of the colors were... Had much shorter bloom periods and everything. I think yeah. they've, they've gotten, they've dealt with a lot of that. But yeah, that's probably a time that that'd be good on PlantAnswers.com, and uh, um, we'll do it in the Express News too. It's a time to kind of review the yeah. crepe myrtles that are available. And, and now some, of the one he's got a couple that uh, he says are. Bald and burlap, they, that would be big. That would be they big would, They would already be. They would be large now. And that that includes the intermediate red called uh, Tonto. Tonto, T O N T O. Yeah. Is that Tonto? That's Tonto. Tonto Kimosabi. And then uh, the medium red is in country red, and it's it's in country. The, the name is country red. And it's bald and burlap too, but the rest of them are in uh, uh, four to six. Some, some of them are also in big too. I just noted the ones that were only bald and burlap. So like uh, country red, I don't have little ones. I only have bald and burlap. Okay, now you my, you understand they have more varieties than this, but these are the only the varieties that were on Neil Sperry's list. Right. That he supposedly. Uh, Looked all, talked to experts all over the country. On did did he call you? No, I'm not an expert. You're on not. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. That's my plan of the week. Okay, two one zero three zero eight. You put it on sale too. How nice of you. I know it. Two one zero three zero eight. Took care of this business. Eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're driving around town right now, chances are very soon you're going to see a beautiful crepe myrtle because they're blooming all around town and they're absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? I mean, they're beautiful shades of white and red and pink and purple. And right now, Millburgers has them on sale, by the way, in the three and the five gallon container for just seventeen eighty eight. So if you're driving by going, man, I wish I had something beautiful like that in my yard, guess what? Head on over to Millburgers at sixteen oh four and Boulevardy Road and pick one up for yourself. Now just seventeen eighty eight in the three and five gallon containers. Millburgers has a lot of other colorful things on sale, like Mexican Bird of Paradise, this Texas superstar, also called Pride of Barbados, in the three gallon container is on sale for just nineteen eighty eight. You'll save on dwarf Mexican petunia, zinnias. You'll also save on Milberger's natural lawn and garden fertilizer. It's all this and more at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, math and Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. If you're buying or selling a home, I suggest you call Sergio, a 20-year licensed real estate professional. Help You Sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how they're low set fee program will save you money. Let's do the math. The difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service and marketing? Probably not. 
Same service, thousands saved. It just adds up. Help You Sell is the clear choice in San Antonio and the Hill Country. And you know how I feel about clarity, so call 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210-693-0305 to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. Good morning, Riff. Morning, Ralph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. President Trump signs an executive order designed to keep the families of illegal border crossers together. Democrats predictably say it's not enough. Here's the problem and the solution. The problem is these adults and kids cross the border in violation of our laws. Many of the children were sent ahead with smugglers, adults to whom they're not related or alone, believing emotional Americans would let them in. It seems to be working. Congress could fix all this, of course, but Republicans are divided, surprised, and Democrats loathe the president so much they'll do nothing to solve the problem so they can have the issue in November. The wall still needs to be built, but good luck with that. Maybe the job market will help. The economy is booming, and so there are fewer jobs. Perhaps that will discourage people from breaking the law to get here. There are legal border crossings and legal ways to apply for entry. What we're dealing with are lawbreakers. Democrats who want future voters, and Republicans who want cheap labor. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, who's answering a question off the air, and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Let me take a second to talk to you about Furniture Now. There's a brand-new location for Furniture Now uh, right there at uh, Lookout Road and 1604 next to the Burlington Coat Factory. And while they've got a new location, it's their second one uh, here in San Antonio, the, uh, they're, they're the folks that own it, there's nothing new about their expertise in furniture. Uh, the Coben family is uh, the family that has furniture now, and these guys have been selling furniture in San Antonio uh, for over a 100 years. So if there's a, a couch on your wish list, if there's a, 
a dining room set, uh, maybe a kitchen cabinet or, you know, a, a curio cabinet or a china cabinet. Uh, maybe uh, you uh, are looking for even outdoor furniture. Uh, furniture now is the place to go. And here's one more thing I like about him. Steve Coben does a great job of customer service. And one of the things they noticed is that uh, people want to have a, a little bit of a secure feeling uh, that the, the piece of furniture that they buy is going to match their house and they're going to like it when they get home. Uh, toward that end, you know, check them out on this and uh, check store for details. Uh, but if you get a, a piece of furniture there, uh, you've got 14 days to return it in new condition um, because maybe the color wasn't just right or something else. Uh, no hassle. No questions asked. They'll return it. No stocking fees. Uh, so ask the store for details when you get it, uh, if there's any exceptions. But I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with that. So uh, check out Furniture Now. And uh, right there are two locations. It does not include mattresses, by the way. But that's probably you could have figured that out yourself. But Furniture Now right there at 1604 on Lookout Road uh, next to Burlington Coat Factory. And their warehouse right there on 410 and Evers. Uh, road. You can find them online, too, at FurnitureNow.com, FurnitureNow.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What were you all talking about? Well, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, bird watching, uh, <laughs> and uh, she, she's a longtime uh, master gardener and uh, been involved in some of the research projects I was involved in. But she's uh, retired now, and she's at has is assembling a, a bird life list. And so, oh I was, wow! And I was telling her about Azorite Wildlife Refuge in Trinidad, easy to get to and you, uh, relatively inexpensive, and uh, they have a lot of the South American birds without having to get, get too too far into South America. So that was. That, that's a, an appropriate topic. Hey, there, because, there's a Texas bird right there. Yeah, that's right. Is that on your list, Kevin? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chicken. The, 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 one of the hens here at Millburgers. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, just an opportune time. So, <laughs> but uh, also, we've been seeing the hummingbirds. Yeah. And obviously, the young young hummingbirds, so the, the f- f- first nesting is finished because the bir- Hummingbirds are everywhere. If you had feeders and three weeks ago you were complaining you didn't see any birds, they're probably loaded now with yeah. hummingbirds, and they're, and they're less territorial. And then the uh, purple martins, too, are are feeding young, and they'll a lot of those will fledge over the next couple of weeks, so they'll be uh, flying around. But, uh, gosh, every, uh, if you've got purple martins and they've got the young and they're coming and going and they're noisy they're quarrelous and uh, it's, it just reminds you of why you try to attract them they're really pretty they're really an interesting bird species but anybody that has any uh, experiences on the hummingbirds and the uh, purple martins to relate uh, give us a call because uh, a lot of yeah. a lot of our listeners are interested in and a lot of them uh I don't know. I don't know overall. We had early reports, uh, and then we had some reports of folks that had large number of uh, pairs nesting. But we had, I don't think we've had a lot of reports on how the how the young are doing at this point. Yeah. 
And uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. Hey, so I thought I saw something the other day. Um, Y'all were talking about crepe myrtles, but we had to go to a break. Is there a crepe myrtle that has a really rich, deep red flower and almost black to purple leaves? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Mulberry as I was driving around town. How big was it? It was a little one. Yeah, it wasn't too tall, maybe three to five feet tall. Yeah, yeah, that's a new crepe myrtle. uh, I'm I'm, kind of interested to see how long they last, too, if they're... uh, because it's a real, a real test of generally, uh, all, you know, all kinds of uh, ornamentals. If they have the the maroon or the dark leaves, it's mm-hmm. just tougher for them to yeah. survive in our situation. But the those uh, those crepe myrtles, uh, they come with uh, folks saying that they'll they should be able to do all right. Oh we'll yeah, I think they will be. Yeah. Good, but it's interesting. I, I I don't know the name of them, but they were at uh, TNLA at at, at the uh, TNLA show uh, two years ago, I think it was. Okay, they did. They just put them on the market, and I, uh, uh, Doctor Whitcomb, uh, may have some some of those dark leaved ones too. But uh, we'll have to ask Trace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they've ever had them here or not. Okay. Like I said, they're really new to the market, and they they got a real expensive uh, patent price on them, I oh. think. So they're, they're more expensive. And quite often this is a one of the, the steps in the testing. You go to, you know, you go some places, kind of the middle Atlantic and... And uh, mid south, and then you try them a little f- yeah. further south, and a little further north, and ca- San Antonio uh, comes in that second or third step usually. Right, right. So it'll be interesting to see how they survive and do. They're well. pretty. Yeah, they are. They're pretty things, and they're unique. I mean, because you, with the dark leaves like that, yeah. they, they catch your eye. So uh, yeah, if anybody has one, call us, and we'll ask you some questions about them. changing the subject a little bit uh, getting back to Calvin's article he he also talks about we talked about earlier if you're just tuning in that uh, it's time to uh, go out and harvest all your tomatoes green or, or not green the size of a tennis ball and up and then, especially if you've got spider mites, or, or your plants, your plants are looking ragged, with brown leaves on them and and whatever. So that that could be spider mites, could be nematodes. But to carefully remove the fruit, the size of a tennis ball and larger, and put it inside and on the cabinet, and it'll go ahead and ripen. Uh, and then, rather rather than, I like the way Calvin puts it, he said, minimum dis- di- disruption to avoid shaking off or dropping of the spider mites and the debris. So just put, pull your to get your tomatoes fruit off of it, and then uh, and then pull the pull the plant plant up di- directly. It's right around the side. 
We have another bathroom question. Yeah, we had some more bathroom questions than any other garden <laughs> show on, on, on the radio. And what you're trying to do there is the... I think I heard one of the other shows kind of sneak in a bathroom oh, question. Oh, yeah. are they doing a bathroom question, yeah. I guess we could... Uh, I was thinking we could maybe make it an educational experience. We could put more charts with uh, <laughs> problems with your... Diagnosing problems with your crepe myrtles. Oh, there you go. Uh, but what, what, what Jerry, what we're trying to do is minimize the the uh, cha- chance of infecting your new crop if you're going to do fall fall tomatoes. So you you try to get the those plants into the garbage sack without dropping all those mature spider mites right, all, over, right. all over the garden. And eggs, all the eggs that are on the bottom of the leaves, which are in the millions. Of, as as hot as the temperature is going to be, and also when you carefully remove the plants, don't till it or work it up until you have taken care of the Bermuda grass. You know, a lot of times, uh, by the time our plants get this big, uh, the Bermuda grass has invaded, especially since you're watering your garden. And uh, it's hot and dry, and yeah. uh, that, so they're they're growing and fertilized, and so uh, you you uh, fertilizing the. I mean, you're uh, really stimulating the growth of the of the Bermuda grass. Now, the key to killing that fast-growing Bermuda grass is to leave it long. In other words, leave leave the uh, leave it long in in the garden area or whatever, wherever you're going to kill it, rather than mowing it short, because it uptakes the chemical through the the foliage, through the foliage. And if you're man- so, the more foliage you got, the more chemical it'll work, and, and the faster it'll yeah. it'll work, and more completely will it and work. And if you're you're mad at the the Bermuda grass. Uh, it's especially satisfying when you do what Jerry said. You apply the ornamec or or over the top. I was going to ask to trace which of these do we have. Ornamec, fusillade, grass be gone. You said you don't have over the top. Oh, you have grass be gone and ornamec here at Melbourne. And the, the interesting thing about those two products is they only kill Bermuda grass. I mean, you can you can have Bermuda grass in in Asian jasmine, or you can have Bermuda grass in petunias. They can kill San Augustine grass too if it's coming running in your garden. Well, that, that, that's that's a good thing too. And I'm surprised that uh, that it does tackle oh. Uh, uh, so, like, uh, if you got remnants of a, 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 a new new growth of rescue grass yeah. or some of those grassy weeds, it'll take care of those so, too. Yeah, huh? they're they're pretty susceptible to it. But I was just I was saying, Jerry, if you're frustrated with that Bermuda grass, it's pretty satisfying to apply some Ornamac right now because pretty very quickly you see the response. Yeah, and uh, and that's. You know, you you maybe were pulling and digging, trying to get those roots out, and you couldn't get them. But uh, that that ornamec or fusillade or post or whatever product you use, that'll get it down in the roots. Right. And uh, 
because that, those, the, the, that grass that's been watered and fertilized, like Jerry talked about, is very susceptible to that herbicide. Yeah. And now is the time to apply it. Uh, what do you think? Wait two weeks for it to kill it? I don't think you have to. I think you'll see. I, I generally feel pretty comfortable wait, waiting a week, but I think oh, you'll, okay. sometimes you'll see before it. You, before you mow it or yeah. shred it or till it. So I, I think I, I have a tendency to leave it. Well, of course, you got two weeks. You may yeah. as well just leave it. But I have a tendency to leave it until I'm ready to re, to replant just to give it plenty of time. Uh, but you'll start seeing, if everything's right, you'll start seeing that uh, change in color in four or five days. Oh, okay. So you think a week is long enough? Yeah. But uh, let's see. It won't, it won't be until it will, July is two weeks. The first of July is two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, so you got plenty of time to. Yeah, now, like I said, now is the time yeah. to do it. Now, the good news is uh, a lot of people say, well, I don't want to. I'm worried about putting a chemical around my tomatoes. Well, we just told you now is the time to take the, take the tomatoes out. And uh, also, this work, for those of you who are growing asparagus, this will work on asparagus too. Work get Bermuda out of asparagus, which is a, a problem. Sometimes. And of course, follow the label instructions. <clears throat> but but the the good news about uh, well, one of the good things too is that you don't you don't spray the whole bed with that. You you, you just, just spray the just the, the Bermuda, Bermuda grass or whether what other grassy weed is there. Yeah, cause it doesn't do any good to spray the ground. You've got to spray the Bermuda That's where it has foliage. And it's amazing so how many takes it through yeah, the foliage. How many people don't, you know, still are thinking that they're spraying the ground? Yeah, that, yeah. You don't spray the ground; you spray work. the foliage. But, well, quite often it works accidentally because you get some spray on the leaves. <laughs> but, but that that's just spray, just a minimal spray on the on the foliage on that Bermuda grass that's growing, and uh, it'll take care of your problem for you. All right, we're going to take and, a quick break. Remember to get grass be gone, not we be gone or mother-in-law be gone or something like that, Matthew. <laughs> That's good advice. Get, get grass. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, who's answering a question off the air, are sitting here ready to talk to you about gardening at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Have we got some lines open? We got some lines open right now. Okay, that's good, Mr. Okay, the lines you are... You usually say that, you know. Yeah, the lines are open, so, so you can call us. <laughs> And we hope hope we got somebody answering the line. We do. We Al's back at the station. He's got control <laughs> over the situation. So I've, I've, been, I've been looking at. I was di- like I said down south uh, yesterday, and uh, they had a big, pretty Vitex. Oh, really? Uh, that that uh, blue blooming, uh, you know, that bloomed all, all well. We sold a lot, 
and they, they bloomed all over town so yeah. well this year. And uh, But they've kind of quit now. Have you noticed that, Milton? Yes, I have. But uh, if uh, people are looking up there and they're seeing a lot of what they're thinking are bloom buds, but they're seed pods. Oh. They're seed pods. They've already bloomed. Oh, I know where you're going to go with this. Uh, do what? I know where you're going with this. <laughs> this is they've a good already, idea. They've already bloomed, and they, they produce seed. And when they produce seed, they're not going to bloom again. So if you want them to bloom again uh, before fall, you need to cut those seed pods off. Now, there, there'll be a few sparse blooms up there among the seed, seed pods, but... It, it's just better to get some hedge clippers yeah. and uh, cut them back but beneath where the seed pods are attached and uh, kind of, as Greg Grant always says, tidy up the plant. Oh, okay. You know, cut, that removes all the seed pods that you can do that. Uh, and uh, you do that to spring and early summer flowering perennials to remove spent flowers and seed stalks. Um so, uh, uh, crape myrtles, uh, if you had early blooming crape myrtles, I had interesting thing over at the greenhouse. We have a new crape myrtle that we're looking at that's got really dark leaves and really a spectacular plant. It blooms purple. And uh, the, after, after, after its first massive bloom, it produced, uh, of course, it sets a lot of seed pods because it blooms a lot. And so I went in there and cut cut that bush in half. In other words, to, to uh, cut, uh, trim back the top in half, removing all the seed pods on one half of the bush. And uh, that was about uh, three weeks ago, I guess, two or three weeks ago. And right now, that half that I cut all those seed pods off have got new buds on them. Oh, Excuse wow. Me, getting ready to bloom again. And the ones that I didn't cut back have got blooms, but they're sparse because they're, they're blooming around the seed pods. We're talking about cutting seed pods off of uh, Vitex and crepe myrtles and things like that. Now, people say, well, do, you, do I have to take the seed pods off the crepe myrtle. Of course, if your crepe myrtle is big, it's not realistic to do it. Or Vitex is the same way. But uh, any seed pod you can remove will stimulate uh, additional initial bloom and uh, eventually the seed pods, even though it won't bloom anymore this year, uh, will uh, will have some uh, will, will, will fall off the next spring but uh if you want to stimulate some uh a bloom uh, some additional bloom this year cut off all the seed pods of vitex and uh, crepe myrtles too now crepe myrtles they're harder to vitex is kind of a once bloomer i mean once it blooms it the whole bush bloom but uh crepe myrtles is kind of staggered bloom so uh you, and and the seed the bud pods the uh, the the pods are the the buds the flower buds 
uh, in the capsules that they're in they look very similar to the seed pods. So, uh, but they're a lighter color. But, but uh, I, I say if you decide you want to cut all the seed pods off, just don't worry about uh, the few few uh, flower buds that you might cut off with them. Just do, do it with a hedge clipper. The easiest way you can do it. Just do it the easiest way you can do it. And don't worry about the the few uh, buds that are that are on there. Also, speaking of trimming back, uh, we want to we want to trim back uh, leggy annuals. Uh, I don't think uh, your your uh, begonia, uh, what's it named? Whopper? Uh, uh, yeah, bumper. Whopper? Whopper. Uh, I don't think wh- Whopper doesn't seem to get leggy. It just kind of runs over, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Leans over. Yeah, and then you'll, you might, if you have a squ- squirrels or a dog run through the bed, you'll get some breakage and things, but. Um, and it'll re-sprout. Yeah, and this year, I'll start, I, I, I think in past years we'd have had a little more inclination at, to for it to be leggy, but this year it doesn't seem to be any. Yeah, I was just looking at those beds out there at Milberger's got. Uh, uh, they, they, they I don't. Look, I don't guess they've cut theirs back no, either. They're uniform and disciplined looking, and yeah, not nothing looks leggy out there. But if you got them in a container on a patio and, or whatever, and they're talking about the the uh, whopper uh, begonia or any begonia, and they tend to they tend to get long and leggy, uh, just pinch them back, yeah. pinch them back to the to the. And sometimes there'll be some breakage, and you can go ahead and cut them, and then at at the break, and then they'll they'll fill in. Right, they'll fill in. That's what we're after. Uh, to uh, the, to keep the plants more compact, and you do that with coleus too. Coleus and uh, the main the main ones that people don't do because they look like a weed at this time of the year are those fall asters, Michaelmas daisies. Uh, what else do we call them? Uh, I call them fall asters. Okay, fall asters. Uh, yet the other yeah. in that same mint marigold is yeah. in that same category. They, 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 they look like a weed now, and so people just leave them alone. Now is the time that you need to basically cut them a third down, a third down, or and I, one, I won't say a halfway down. But now, if you if you one of the easiest ways to do it is if you got a string mower. I mean, you just whip it. Uh, but you can do it the same, you know, with the hedge clippers. Too, yeah, hedge clippers. But uh, but you cut you cut those off so that uh, so that the plant will it's going to flower this fall, regardless of the height. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, you want it to be a compact, just uh, so it won't break open. Yeah. And uh, how when do you quit that trimming, Jerry? About September one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then then let, then let them go, let them put the new foliage on, and then the blooms will come. It's very similar to a chrysanthemum. The way you, the way you handle mums or chrysanthemum. But anyway, uh, now's the time to do that, and people kind of neglect doing that, and then they they have their asters bloom real pretty, and they get so heavy with blooms they'll actually what we call break open. 
and uh, run run the the mass of bloom on on the plant. So what you're you're doing is you're controlling the mound, and your the result will be sturdy, compact foliage that can handle that heavy bloom when it shows up later in the fall. Right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. And we still got lines open? We still have lines open. Okay. We can, uh, another, it's still time to uh, get your butterfly plants in, uh, porter weed, uh, there's a number of different co- uh, colors here available at Millburgers, the uh, uh, milkweed, the tropical milkweed, and also uh, tuberosa, the native milkweed, is available. That tuberosa milkweed, uh, it's kind of an attractive little plant, but it takes it about two or three years in the perennial garden to get pretty, even more impressive where it gets real thick and then the bloom uh, covers uh, the whole plant. So you want to find a corner for it and uh, let it have some time, and then it'll become a real uh, nectar source for your your butterfly population. Mist flowers, mist flowers have this has not been the greatest mist flower spring, but they well. they're getting ready to uh, to bloom too. And of course, zinnias they're they're reliable. They're blooming when you get them from the nursery, and they'll. And they'll be blooming right through to uh, through Thanksgiving if you allow allow them to reseed, or if uh, you can you can seed the zinnias too if you like the taller ones. The one here at the nursery are, are spectacular in terms of the blooms, the shape, the compactness. Uh, but they're only about 14 inches tall. If you like the tall ones, like California giants or mm-hmm. cactus, you can plant them by seed. Uh, relatively easy to get them to into blooming. I think four or five weeks, in fact, and you can have them start blooming. Zinnias, you're talking about? Yeah. You know they're on sale this week. The Dreamland? Uh, Profusion and Dreamland series produce mounds of color all summer and fall. Heat tolerant color attracts butterflies. Four inch pot regularly a dollar twenty nine on sale for ninety eight cents. Yeah can't beat those plant them uh you can plant them uh, every two feet because they get they'll, those dreamland will get fill in a good space uh now they aren't they kind of have the look of a zero escape plant but they they aren't a zero escape plant no. they need to they can take all that all the sun uh and heat that they can, that you can give them that our that our summer weather can bestow on them but uh, they do need to uh, regular watering, but uh, cut use them for cut flowers. Hummingbirds love them, butterflies love them, and then they're just hard to beat in terms of showy garden within your landscape. Give them a try. Uh, make a little a bed in full sun if you've never used uh, zinnias. And you had a question um, a minute ago. Uh, they had those nasty leaves in the bag. Oh gosh, yeah, that was a difficult. That's the one we don't like to see. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, they had a, and it's one, in fact, Neil wrote about in the paper today. Yeah. Uh, look at all the hummingbirds. There's three of them up there. Wow. Ha- yeah. Hassling each other over the, the blooming. 
that us? That's a petunia over there. There, um, it, the whole tree had turned a, a light, a light green, and the tree had only been in the place for a couple of years. And so, what what you don't want that to be is that uh, that the seed source was from a acetic seed source that uh, they bought it at a big box store, and. Uh, uh, they just they just can't tolerate uh, our alkaline soil, and so it gets into a stress situation like a drought like we're in now, and and it turns uh, turns that light green, and it's just, it just doesn't really have any future. Now the the other alternative is that that uh, it could be not getting enough water or getting this is why the, that de- detective work that we go through diagnosing these mm-hmm. things is always good because we kind of talked about those issues and then just, uh, the light bulb went off and on the uh, the woman that was talking and she, she she's talking about hmm, the bubblers seem to be running all the time and uh, was soggy so that she th- she she, I, I think she drew a conclusion there that 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 may be that it's been a a, a problem with uh, soggy soggy soil. So they're going to. How gonna old is it? How long has it been in the ground? Two years. Oh, two years. Okay. So, anyhow, that's uh, three. A uh, couple of the choices are not are not very uh, desirable because there's not much you can do and. But if it's just a water situation, then you can either increase the water or you can change that, correct that uh, leak, leaky system, and hopefully it'll still have be the roots not, won't have rotted so much that you can't get it to recover. Yeah, that that uh, Neil Sperry picture is on uh, C10, uh, a picture of the one of the ill-adapted trees for the area. Hey, we got Marcus on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. How are y'all guys doing? Good. What's going on? Yeah, I was going to ask uh, Dr. Parsons a question. Uh, I was wondering, I have a lantana uh, growing in a pot, and uh, it bloomed, but it didn't bloom quite the way I wanted it to bloom. And uh, I was wondering if, uh, if I if I could cut it back now uh, to stimulate uh, not only growth, but to make it bloom and to give it some osmocote. Absolutely. Any time a lantana is not blooming, especially at this time of the year, it's either got lace bugs, uh, which makes the foliage weird or whatever, but you're right. sounding like you, you just got a, a growth pattern that's causing it not to bloom. So I'd, I'd I'd cut it back uh, maybe in how how big is it a big plant or is it a little plant or what's the deal? It's about a medium sized plant. It it, uh, it bloomed in the past, but it seems like this year, uh, for some reason, it didn't bloom like like it normally had done in the past. Yeah. And uh, it had it had a few blooms, but not not the way it's done in the past. And so yeah, was, uh, it it bloom it blooms on new growth. So if you if you cut the fertilize if you haven't fertilized it adequately, it'll it'll uh, not bloom. 
not 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 grow not grow new growth and therefore not have an abundance of bloom. Okay. Okay. But I, I would I would maybe cut it in cut a third of it off, you know, uh, right. and stimulate new growth, and like you say, add your uh, osmico. Okay, I'll I'll be sure and do that. And thank you so much for your uh, help. Okay, I hope it works. Do you know what lantana it is? Is it new gold or? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's the purple one. It puts out a purple flower oh. that I know. Oh, oh, okay. It's a. Uh, Lavender. Imperial purple or, or uh, spreading lavender. Montiovensis. Goodness. I, 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 I believe it's that, that one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's very beautiful. And, and it's, like I said, it's bloomed in the, in the past. Uh, yeah. This will happen this year. Is for some reason, it just didn't come around like it normally does. Wow. Well, there's a little bit concerned. There's How long has it been in that pot? A couple uh, of years? A couple of years, yeah. In fact, I uh, I bought it there at Millburgers, and the first year or so, it did great. It did real, real well. Okay, good. And uh, uh-huh. but but this year, for some reason, it just kind of kind of went into uh, reverse for some reason, and it didn't. Yeah, it's like just it. it's just it's just run out of fertilizer. And okay. also, this year's weather, they that that lavender likes that it froze. It, yeah, and they like that. And usually in May they're blooming up a storm because it's cooler. Oh yeah, but it, it's okay. it's got July conditions in May. Yeah, so that right. that's probably affected it too. All of those things together. Okay. And you got well, you got it in full, you got it in uh, mostly full sun, right? It is in full sun. In fact, I have a I have it there with my moms, and my moms are doing real well. But it's just a lantana, like I said, and and I was concerned, like I said, because normally in the past it's done beautifully well. Just this year, yeah. for some reason, it just didn't come through like it normally. Cut does. it back, cut it back, and fertilize it. It'll come back this fall. I'll do. Thanks, thanks so much okay. for your help. I appreciate it. Okay. Th- thanks Bye-bye. for calling in. Bye bye. All right, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on? So, Calvin, you know, at this time of the year, the recommendation uh, is to. Uh, Fertilize your Bermuda grass, and if you've got water, to fertilize the St. Augustine. With all this drought going on and everything, I'm I'm I've got fertilizer on my front porch that I didn't put out in the spring. I think I'm just going to put it up because uh, I'm not watering. Yeah, I and fer- fertilizers are salt. I kind of go which go with that. Kind of do uh, some damage. Yeah, I kind of go with the. Uh, uh, fertilizing uh, on uh, May first and uh, then in October, and that. But uh, you mentioned the Bermuda grass, if, especially if there's a lot of traffic or action. They always say fertilize in the summer. But uh, then, then you brought up that the good point. If there's limited water, yeah, you don't, don't accomplish anything. I don't think you need to add salt. Yeah, it's just to uh, and, yeah. You're uh, you're adding drought-stressed lawn. Yeah. Salts that um, may not end up certainly not end up being useful in terms of uh, keeping your lawn green. 
All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're driving around town right now, chances are very soon you're going to see a beautiful crepe myrtle because they're blooming all around town, and they're absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? I mean, they're beautiful shades of white and red and pink and purple. And right now, Millburgers has them on sale, by the way, in the three and the five gallon container for just seventeen eighty eight. So if you're driving by going, man, I wish I had something beautiful like that in my yard, guess what? Head on over to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and pick one up for yourself. Now just seventeen eighty eight in the three and five gallon containers. Millburgers has a lot of other colorful things on sale, like Mexican Bird of Paradise. This Texas superstar, also called Pride of Barbados, in the three gallon container is on sale for just nineteen eighty. You'll save on dwarf Mexican petunia, zinnias. You'll also save on Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. It's all this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. President Trump signs an executive order designed to keep the families of illegal border crossers together. Democrats predictably say it's not enough. Here's the problem and the solution. The problem is these adults and kids cross the border in violation of our laws. Many of the children were sent ahead with smugglers, adults to whom they're not related or alone, believing emotional Americans would let them in. It seems to be working. Congress could fix all this, of course, but Republicans are divided, surprised, and Democrats loathe the president so much they'll do nothing to solve the problem so they can have the issue in November. The wall still needs to be built, but good luck with that. Maybe the job market will help. The economy is booming, and so there are fewer jobs. Perhaps that will discourage people from breaking the law to get here. There are legal border crossings and legal ways to apply for entry. What we're dealing with are lawbreakers. Democrats who want future voters, and Republicans who want cheap labor. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers with some good news and some bad news. The good news is fine jewelry lasts forever. It can always be made to look like new are easily redesigned here's the bad news how much jewelry have you got sitting around in drawers needing work that's money sitting there and it isn't doing you any good you have a pendant want a ring we can do it have a bracelet want a ring we can do it and more good news at mark sadowski jewelers most repairs cost less than a nice lunch major renovation or a whole new look a lot less than you think mark sadowski jewelers creativity and execution is the best in the country want some more good news right now we're all 
offering 20% off on all jewelry repairs just for asking. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio since 1933. That's 85 years. On Northwest Military Highway near Wurzbach Parkway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Or visit us online at SadowskiJewelers.com. Rick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your questions when you call us at 210-308-8867. Jan is on the line. Got an Oscar Okra question, 210-308-8867. Hi, Jan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good. Well, how can we help you? I would like to know if it's too late to plant Oscar Okra. Absolutely not. For the fall. For the fall, plant okay. It. Yeah, you plant, you plant your, uh, the, you, usually in the fall, the commercial people used to plant in uh, in May and June. So, uh, uh, because it, it takes it a while to get big enough to start having okra before, before the fall arrives. Mm-hmm. So, if you plant it now. Soak, soak it up. You say you just got the seed the other day, right? Uh, you no. haven't plant. You haven't planted it yet. No. Okay. Uh, soak the seed overnight in warm water mm-hmm. before you plant. Okay. And then uh, you're gonna plant it in the ground, I hope. Right. Okay. Good. And uh, you can go ahead and plant now, and it'll be producing, let's see, July, August. You should have, you should have some uh, okra pod by the end of August. It'll seem, seem like it takes forever, and then once it starts, you'll yeah, seem like, killed you. my Lord. <laughs> my, yeah. Who can, who can well, use all this okra? Would you tell your audience about Oscar okra? And its qualities and how to get the seed. I can do that. Oscar Okra is named Oscar after a, somebody a, named Oscar. Somebody named Oscar that saved the seed. Uh, mm-hmm. For years, I would I would carry a sack of seed around in the pods and uh, give I give them out all over the hill country and wherever. And the net, and I said, "All right, now you save some seed of this, like the old uh, the uh, pioneers did, because I'm not going to be able to keep keep the seed going. You know, mm-hmm. it takes a it takes a while to harvest and everything else. And the only only one that responded to that was uh, Oscar Hahn, H A." H A H N Hahn, I think is where he spelled his last name, in New Braunfels, and so we named it after him since he was the only one that would supply seed. But anyway, it's it's uh it's the the history of it is uh they say they smuggled the seed in 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 their shoe from Germany. Oh my God! Now I don't know if that's just somebody making up a story or not, but uh, it's Good story. But uh, because they, I guess I guess it came out of Germany, so that's, that's why they got it. And it's pretty it, uncomfortable it, 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 
it has a tendency to be uh, uh, shorter. And I say shorter, I'm, I'm talking uh, six to seven. So six to seven feet. Instead of 15 tall. feet. Instead of 15 feet. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> well, you know, I say they said, "Well, that's not a dwarf." Uh, yes, it is. When you when like when you get Beck's big okra that uh, Kevin enjoyed growing one year, and it, it gets for fifteen feet tall, and you have to take a bulldozer to get it out. It's, it's such a big plant. <laughs> so uh, it is a dwarf. I've got a picture of. Uh, a little Davy Rodriguez standing in it, and uh, Elker is just just over his head, about uh, two or three feet. So uh, well, it is a dwarf. And it's, it's available, available at a lot of local nurseries, right? Yeah, and especially Thank, Millburgers. Yeah, thanks to Jerry and the gardening volunteers of South right, Texas. Right. Okay, but and, you have uh, to ask for it at the desk, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and what is the actual okra like? <clears throat> Pardon me. Is, I mean, isn't, the, okra, isn't the, the okra is a is a, a type of Louisiana green. The the variety on on our seed racks, I think we've got an okra called Louisiana green, and uh, it, it's a smooth okra. the The most common okra planted around is uh, Clemson spineless, which has a Spines on the are uh, the uh, ridges on the on the pods themselves. This okra is smooth. Uh, the The word is uh, that they, they like this, uh, and the reason they call it Louisiana green is they use it in Louisiana to uh, in the uh, gumbo. Ooh, okay. they, they, uh, if you if you notice gumbo. When you, when you know now, did you know? Did you think that Jerry was going to get into a story like this? <laughs> and then yes, back when Andrew, yes. ja- Andrew Jackson she, she was asked for it. Yeah. at the Battle of New Orleans, when Jackson was there, he, yeah. he put some of this in his shoe. <laughs> uh, but 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 anyway, if you if you look at gumbo now, let's say from Sea uh, 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 Island or anywhere else, All right. that's not a ribbed okra. Okay. It's a smooth okra, isn't it? Mitch? Okay, doesn't that mean that when you pick it, like I remember when I was a kid, it would scratch and itch you? If you well, if you, uh, if another thing it about this, uh, yes, uh, you need to wear a long sleeve shirt. And, it would be sticky. Um, yeah, it, it, would, the, it, it would itch you. not that way. Yes. It, it would, would itch you. When you pick no, it. no, I'm not saying this is not... It's not as it might not be as bad. As it's some not other. as bad because the pl- the plant is smaller when it starts having okra, so you don't have to n- literally rub against the more leaf a lot of leaves trying to get the okra out. Well, I checked the baddest planet far apart, I guess. Well, uh, three to four feet. Yeah, whatever space you give it, it's all. It's yeah, it's gonna feel it. Yeah, it's gonna feel it. Uh, I've I've got some growing down uh, down in Camelton uh, for seed for a seed crop for next year. The inter- interesting thing about it, uh, that happened to it, uh, I had Dr. Stein, Larry Stein, of Castor, out of Castorville, growing some seed from seed pot, 
And so it came up uh, came up that we didn't have any seed at the end in the in fall. I said, "Where's the seed pod?" He said, "We ate them all." <laughs> so it's a good taste in okra too. Uh, the the best best one the be, best guy that's been furnishing the seed. Uh, in fact, furnished the seed that you got here at Millburger is uh, Glenn Bragg. Used to be the county agent in Medina County. Uh, his daddy. Uh, lives in the edge of the hill country, and he he always grows me some seed pods of uh, Oscar okra. And uh, you, you know how we distribute the seed method? Mm-mm. Other than shelling it, we shell them out here, shell the seed out. But when I was distributing them, I couldn't figure out how to, I didn't want to go to all the trouble to shell them out, and I couldn't figure out how to distribute the seeds, so I just... Cut the dried pods, left oh. them in the dried pod, and let people shell them out themselves. Okay. And so uh, I always got got a kick out of telling them which which end of the pod plat up, <laughs> you know. So uh, people say, "Well, we knew to sell those out." Yeah, yeah, you probably <laughs> did. But anyway, it's okay. it's a good okra, and. Uh, We've had it around for a long time. But it is a good idea to get it in as quick as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the rumor is, go ahead. The rumor is is that it's more tender or doesn't get hard like the other okra does when it gets big. Doesn't it stay tender when it gets big? Yeah, it, 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 it does stay tender longer. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a long... And I'm talking about long. I'm talking uh, six to eight inches. Okay. So you don't yeah, have to cut them when they're three inches little to, to get it. No, 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 you don't. Do you know how to tell wh- whether they're edible or not? No, how? You take a, take out, you go out, when you go out to harvest, of course, you cut the okra off with a knife. And if you get one that's big, longer than six to eight inches, and 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 you want to know if it's still edible or not? You take the knife and pierce the side uh, with with the, with the blade. Cut a cut a, like you're cutting a cutting a slice of it out, and cut the side. If you if it it goes in there smoothly, without hitting any uh, uh, fibers, then you can go ahead and eat the okra. If it hits fibers. Or strings in there, then you throw it on the ground. When you harvest an okra, you harvest all the okra, if, even if it's overgrown, until until the fall. If you want to save your own seed, then you then you let the over over mature ones go ahead and ripen the seed. Alrighty. And you you leave them on the plant till they're mature. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You, do, right. you just walk, leave it, and they, they'll turn. They color, they'll turn uh, yellow. The pods will turn yellow, and then they'll turn brown. That was a great lecture. 
Thank you, Dr. Uh, Bunch. I yeah. think so, too. I'm wore out. <laughs> and you get a continuing well, education and, 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 yeah, and, Did I leave anything and, and, out no, about Oprah? And Milton and I, Milton and I have liked it uh, 17 times we've heard oh, it over uh, the hey, last four hey, years. Hey, hey. He no. left out the part about Bunker Hill and the yeah. Gettysburg Address. <laughs> and, but anyway, thanks. Uh, you take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Larry, 210-308-8867. Larry's on the line. Hi, Larry. Welcome to Millburgers Garden. South Texas. Oh, Larry, uh, we lost you. So give us a call back. 210-308-8867. I wonder, did he lose patience? No, with Jerry's story? Uh, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. Yes, we need to record that. So I won't have to go through it again. Oh, we just email it to people. There you we go. got a story, we'll email it to you. The link to it right here. All right, 210-308. Too long to do on the radio. Yeah. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. So while we do, Larry, you give us a call back. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're driving around town right now, chances are very soon you're going to see a beautiful crepe myrtle because they're blooming all around town, and they're absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? I mean, they're beautiful shades of white and red and pink and purple. And right now, Millburgers has them on sale, by the way, in the three and the five gallon container for just seventeen eighty eight. So if you're driving by going, man, I wish I had something beautiful like that in my yard, guess what? Head on over to Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road and pick one up for yourself now, just seventeen eighty eight in the three and five gallon containers. Millburgers has a lot of other colorful things on sale, like Mexican Bird of Paradise. This Texas superstar, also called Pride of Barbados, in the three gallon container is on sale for just nineteen eighty eight. You'll save on dwarf Mexican petunia, zinnias. You'll also save on Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. It's all this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages. <sighs> nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed. And no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone. And my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing. So easy to use. And it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution. And we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SNORE to 246810 or go to com. Text SNORE to 246810 or go to com. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez is a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket and you still get 100% 
of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency. Listen for a very special message from Pastor Warren Cook of Friendship Church tomorrow morning at 11 on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. And Mark is on the line. He's got a question about cilantro and spinach. Hi, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's good to talk to you. Sure, thanks. Uh, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling, Mark. Yeah. Well, there well, you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too damn hot. So, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Jerry took a pledge during the break to sub, to have just two answer questions, two <laughs> two word answers to all the questions after the okra. Oh, okay, great. Um, okay, go well, ahead. What, I'm sorry. Here's what happened. Um, about January, I planted cilantro and spinach. I live in an apartment, so this is not in you know, like a plot in the ground. This is in flower pots, okay. and I know they take a lot of water, so I watered them every day. I couldn't get any leaves on the cilantro that were bigger than about a nickel before they would turn yellow and die. The spinach wasn't much better. So, you know, I've done better with cilantro in the past. I don't know what was wrong this time. It was it was fresh potting soil um, that hadn't been used before. And I gave it fertilizer and all, and a miracle grow. How, how did you give it fertilizer? You dissolve that in the water when you're watering it. You put a few drops in and you water it. You, did, you, you didn't fertilize it enough. Oh, I did. I would I would recommend copious amounts of Osmocote. Uh, what what's that called? <laughs> Osmocote. It's a granular uh, fertilizer that mix it mix it into your potting mix. Yeah, it's re- relatively oh. easy to use. Um, but the, and the spinach, you, you what you planted the spinach in January too. Yeah, it's about the same same time as the cilantro. Yeah, and it and, did the same thing. Well, essentially, yes, it did the same thing. So it didn't get enough fertilizer either. Is that what you're telling me? No, that's right. Yeah, you might. You also might try it uh, a little uh, earlier. I think this this year, this spring, has not been conducive uh, to that. You know, so you you had the combination of planting a little late. 
lack of fertilizer and then some strange uh, spring weather. But uh, I, I was trying to think of the, 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 the I guess the spinach, the spinach that we planted in uh, October did all right. Yeah, yeah October, yeah. November. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, that that wouldn't have helped you. I mean, it should have. It should for a little short season. You should have had. Yeah, some. you should you should have had more growth than that. And it's in full yeah, sun, definitely. right? Okay. Uh, yes, at the time I have a south facing balcony, and it, during the winter months it does get full sun. Oh, that's good. That's a good place. Right now it doesn't. But that's now that's good too. Yeah, <laughs> with this kind yeah. of weather, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But but to use the same potting mix that you had, uh-huh. uh huh. This next whatever you want to grow next, and uh, what size containers in five gallon? Oh no, um, I had it in like a six inch pot, I think. I'm just oh, growing, yeah, it you know, be, growing it. They're not, not big enough. No, put it in a five-gallon container. Oh. Or, yeah, let's see. And uh, take, take the same potting mix that you got. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, mix uh, heavy amounts of Osmocote in there. That, okay. That slow Osmocote Plus. And, uh, and then plant, plant your spinach or your whatever you want to grow in there, herbs. Uh-huh. And then, and then every time you water it, you water it with your water-soluble fertilizer. Every time you water it. Okay. Okay. And see yeah, if that doesn't get you some growth. And if you can, if uh, your schedule allows it, uh, plant it a little earlier next next year too. Yeah. You say it's too hot right now to plant it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay. Spinach, spinach would start yelling if you tried to put it well, in the ground. Well, I can see my wife's cilantro is uh, uh, blooming. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's bold. she's yeah. still trying to use some foliage out of it, and it seems yeah. to be okay. But it's yeah. like not prospering. Yeah, no. Once I, like I said, I raised it before once. Okay, Hello? well, thank you. Good luck. Let, uh, thank you for calling, and good luck to you next time. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. You, you take care. Hi, Mark. Hi. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. There's a line open now. Is there a line open, Mitchell? There is a line open at 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, the number to call to be a part of the show. Or come uh, on out and I, visit us. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to your... Uh, uh, the ad. I didn't listen to your commercial. All right. But thanks. you say you you talked about Mexican bird of paradise, proud of Barbados. Well, even if I didn't, we can still do it. I can't remember. You can't remember? Yeah, I recorded it on Tuesday. Talked about <laughs> crepe myrtles. Yeah, yeah, you sure I've did heard. on crepe myrtles. Yeah, I've heard two of those. But anyway, they've got those on sale now, and they're, they're blooming all over town. I mean, they're just... What's that, the crepe myrtles? Or? The, the uh, Mexican bird of paradise oh. and the crepe myrtle. And you the, know, if you've driven around town, you've probably seen uh, some beautiful crepe myrtles. You blooming. probably have. Uh-huh. You need to put that in your next commercial, man. Uh, I will. I'll put that in the next commercial. Okay, okay. Maybe tomorrow you'll hear that. <laughs> Yeah, Mexican bird of paradise, a Texas superstar. Oh, you did? 
No, I know. I'm just looking at the ad. Oh, okay. He, Three gallon regularly twenty five dollars on sale for twenty. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, drought tolerant attracts butterflies and hummingbirds. Uh, yeah, and the and deer nice. don't eat it in most neighborhoods. Oh, okay, under most conditions. I'm holding my breath because I've been thinking the deer ate it, used to eat it in my neighborhood, and now they're not. It's blooming on several places. Uh, they're, they're not eating the blooms either. Not eating the blooms either. Did I did I tell you that we saw a deer eating the blooms of a vinca? Did I mention that last yeah, week? Yeah, you mentioned that. It must have broke your heart. Oh, it did. <laughs> were they gagging or were they? No, uh, no. But uh, <laughs> I think it, it, they were in a container. They were in the uh, in the flat that I bought them in. So they they were young, tender, pumped up, pumped up. And I think the the deer and he didn't eat many. They might. I, I guess I need to eat some of those to see if they, they must have a bitter taste or something because it, they, that deer didn't eat it. He, it wasn't like he ate the whole flat. Yeah. Huh. He just uh, ate about uh, eight or ten blooms. Yeah, it's not like the pansies where they yeah, ate it right yeah, down yeah. to the stump. Not yeah. like pansies at all. So uh, uh, I, I would recommend, I would work, it, like I said, at a ranch there in Camp Camp. Camelton yesterday, and uh, they wanted to plant some landscape plant, some color around the landscape. That that, and I said, well, you're gonna have to use uh, vinca, so the deer won't eat it. And uh, he he used uh, Turks cap. He got some Turks cap, and he got some salvia, and uh, planted them in the shade. And uh, he got portulaca, but I think the deer might eat portulaca. Some people eat purslane, which is, I don't know if people eat portulaca or not. Well, some birds do. Oh, that's right. You, you were telling me yeah, about the that. Birds, the birds uh, pick it for, I, I, I guess, for moisture. Yeah, because uh, they, they, they like lots the of seeds moisture. for sure. And the, yeah. And then some of the others, like mockingbirds, will take the the foliage off for moisture that's a but uh that's that's a good full sun plant yeah this time of the year and he used mexican petunia which is also on sale yep you might want to mention that in your commercial what well, because if i drive around town will i see him blooming no i don't know all right let's i know see. you see the crape myrtle so here's some of the items on sale by the way zinnias <laughs> 98 cents each in the four inch pot Dwarf Mexican petunia. There you go. One gallon containers, four eighty-eight. Ooh, that's a that's a good deal for a gallon container. Yeah. Mexican bird of paradise, three gallon containers, nineteen eighty-eight. Salvia gregi, and the one gallon container, three eighty-eight. Deer not supposed to eat those. Crepe myrtles, three and five gallon, uh, seventeen eighty-eight. Milberger's natural lawn and garden fertilizer. With mycorrhizal fungi, 1988, regularly 29.99. So it's a almost a little more than ten dollars off. Yeah. Half whiskey barrels are on sale for thirty-nine dollars and eighty-eight cents. Now, which it doesn't sound like it's on sale, but the uh, hentas are uh, full bloom. The bright red ones over there and uh, look like one-gallon containers. Boy, they look good. 
Uh, that's a good plant for uh, butterflies and hummingbirds in the shade and a good container plant. And then the other thing I've noticed, the firebush over there has got some bloom on it. Uh, so with the, all that hummingbird activity, if you want to bring them in on your, on your patio, just get a couple containers full of uh, firebush, and you can leave them in a, a three-gallon container, or, but uh, you can put them in a fancy container, too, because it makes a nice permanent uh, container plant. But, boy, that'll bring the, the hummingbirds down in, into, into the patio for your observation. And from now on, you know, you've got the young of the year, and then the fall migrants will come later in the fall, and uh, they'll find that firebush for sure. What about the uh, the uh, the deer eat the pintas, won't they? As far as I know, they do. Yeah. Okay. And when uh, I used, they I used won't to eat say, the firebush. That's what I I used to say. They eat the firebush, but then we had a somebody called us up and said, "Well, try try it." And I I planted one last uh, fall, and the deer didn't eat it. Uh, it, it didn't it didn't come back this uh, spring, but yeah, that's got tannins in it. You know, they use that as an yeah. herb in Mexico. So, for maybe a, a maybe, foot, maybe yeah. a worthy test. Yeah. Use it on your patio, but you can also use it uh, in your shrub border, even if it's uh, uh, open to the deer. Right, but it has to be in sun. Need to be in full, full sun, sun. Yeah, or it won't it'll bloom. Live. I've got some that I planted. 20 years ago in the shade, shade but of course it doesn't it bloom well doesn't bloom yeah. <laughs> that's not a that's not a benefit and you want to and you talk about leggy leggy plant yeah yeah, yeah. A, a, a full sun uh, heat loving plant that's uh, in deep shade is is not have a lot of bloom on it and doesn't have a lot of foliage either all right, um, 210-308-8867. Got time for maybe one last question. So if you've been kind of thinking about it, maybe wasn't sure, give us a call right now and get right in. 210-308-8867. I have a question Uh-oh. for you two geniuses. Talking to us? What was the first that we can recall that I think of GMO plant that became commercially available, popular in all the groceries, and it's GMO. Huh. And it's not corn. Yeah, I was going to go with the corn. It's not cotton. But this this has been back 30 years ago that they used GMOs to... uh, to produce this product. It's a food crop, you say? Yeah, it's a food crop. And we eat it. Everybody eats it. Eats the dickens out of it, especially at this time of the year. At this time of the year? That's a clue? Yeah. Um, and the, the pictures of it are... Watermelon. All, there you go. That's it. So how did they... <laughs> how did they modify our watermelon? <laughs> the... You know, you know the everybody using the seedless watermelon now. Right. Have you ever wondered how they get the seedless? No. Yeah, I have. But uh, <laughs> I, yes, I have. That's one of the questions. All all of this can be answered on um, on plantanswers.com under the topics of the month. 
Okay. Uh, the second listing of on the topics of the month is seedless watermelon. And I explain into that uh, exactly how you get to get the seed uh, to plant a seedless watermelon. You know what else we have to talk about tomorrow? Okay. The figs. The figs are getting ripe. Are they really? Yeah. And, I hope uh, Forest Apple is not holding out on me or something. Well, Need my fig it's, uh, you know, because it's dry, they're kind of, they're not getting Uh-oh, ripe, not getting ripe in mass. And the birds are, uh. are just, <laughs> I mean, it, the, the, the fig trees are just alive with the birds, too. But, but of course, there's there's so many figs on a typical fig plant that you can you, you you get out the, there, you you'll share get, with you'll the get plenty, yeah. And the birds there, when when you see a a little peck on the fig, that means it's ripe, probably. Yeah, and uh, little little peck. When yeah. you got woodpeckers, cardinals, oh, mockingbirds. Those woodpeckers take the yeah, whole fig. Yeah, but they they uh, and it's cool to see the 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 young cardinals in there taking advantage of the figs too. Do you like figs, Milton? Yeah, sure. I I checked. Okay, we, hey, it's yeah. hard to imagine, but they're they're one of the most nutritious yeah. fruits around. Hey, Fiber we, and vitamins. We got to say goodbye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.